Okay, so basically what Jesus is saying here to the two Marys is to go tell. And this is the first command for those of us who come to know Christ. Go and tell the world. That is what the end of the Mass is. Go forth. You have been given. Now go share it. Ite missi est. That's the Latin. Go, Jesus says, and tell my brothers. Now, this is another example where it says Jesus' brothers. Do we really believe that Jesus had 12 biological brothers? We know that's not possible because we know two of those, James and John, had a mother, Salome, so they couldn't be Jesus' biological brothers. They had different mothers. So we have to understand this is how Scripture is written. All right, now, he says, go and tell my brothers that I will meet them. Now, this is basically to show that their sins have been forgiven. They all ran away. I mean, really, technically, Jesus had every right to say, I don't even want to talk to them. They abandoned me. They betrayed. I had one betray me, one deny me three times. Pretty soon, one's going to not believe in the resurrection. He had every right to say that, but our Lord doesn't. Our Lord is basically showing the past is forgiven. And that's what we have in this eight days that I'm going to talk about in a minute of Divine Mercy Sunday coming up. Now, it's funny because the Jewish authorities here show a desperate attempt to eliminate Jesus. But you can't hide the truth. You can't kill the truth. So this cancel culture that is going on out there right now, you can't cancel the truth. You want to try all you want, you can't. The dignity of human life, sanctity of marriage, preservation of religious liberty, you can't crush the truth. So they tried, right? They used treachery to capture him. They used illegal means to try him. They used slander to charge him, to Pilate. Now they're going to use bribery and silence to try to say, don't tell the truth, silence the truth. They failed, and it will fail. Great is the truth, and it will prevail. Like you've heard me say, I always get the emails, that Father Kaz is love and Father Chris, you're the truth. Well, we need them both. <laughs> this is the time for both, love and truth, right? Now, it's funny because they talk about the guards while they were sleeping, they came and took the body. Let's look at this for a minute. It's foolish, right? All right, if it was true that the guards were asleep, how did they know that it would be the disciples who came and took the body? Because they says here, it says, uh, his disciples came by night and stole him while we were asleep. <laughs> well, unless you're able to see and recognize people while you're asleep, how would you know that it was the disciples? All right. Now it says that statement shows foolishness because all of the soldiers were asleep, all of them at one time. Okay, this is a problem because that would violate the strictest law of Roman military against falling asleep. Falling asleep on duty to the Roman military was punishable by death. So you think all of these guys are going to fall asleep when they knew that they would be executed if they did? Nah, 
What about all the soldiers slept so deeply that you're not going to hear somebody come and move a stone? (laughs) You're going to be so deeply asleep, all of them, that you're not going to hear a bunch of people come and push away a gigantic stone. This noise would have been definitely something to wake you up, especially carrying out the body. All right. All the soldiers were so soundly asleep, as I said, that they knew exactly who it was and what they were doing. No way. So this here shows you can't hide the truth. And it also shows what is the truth. The truth is Jesus's resurrection has now proved that his payment of death was accepted by the father. Because the father said we have a problem He sent his son to fix it. Jesus paid the debt on Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday is the receipt saying God the Father has accepted this. He's accepted it. The cross was the payment. The resurrection was the receipt. So the payment was fully accepted. Payment in full. Praise be to God. And this is what Divine Mercy Sunday is. Payment of our debt in full. Not part of it, because there's two things we owe back to God when we sin. We have to be forgiven of the sin and the punishment. And on Divine Mercy Sunday, he wipes away not just the sin, but all the punishment due to sin. Yesterday in the homily, I talked about the eighth day and how Divine Mercy Sunday is the eighth day, which represents eternity. I explained that in the Easter octave, and this this is on YouTube, you can go find it from yesterday's Mass, but I explained that Easter Sunday is day one, part of this Easter octave, the most important eight days. All of these days are celebrated as one day called Easter. This is why we are singing the Gloria. This is why we are able to eat meat on Friday. <laughs> so I'm going to have, I think I'm going to have a hamburger on Friday because we don't eat any other Fridays during, uh, we, we don't eat meat on any other Fridays, but we can this Friday because it's all Easter, right? No fast this week. We can enjoy. Now, don't get carried away, all right? But this is the beauty of the octave. So it starts day one with Easter Sunday. And then the next seven days are symbolic. What's the number seven? It's the perfect number in regards to time, creation. So the next seven days are symbolic of our pilgrimage here on earth called life. And in that pilgrimage, we're like the Jews in the desert searching for the promised land. What's the promised land? Heaven. And so when we get through our wandering in the desert, this valley of tears over seven days, which represents time, creation, life, we then on the eighth day enter into eternity. That's why Jesus said Divine Mercy Sunday must be on the eighth day. Now, the significance of that is because when he comes for his bride, he wants us spotless. The Jewish man, before he took his bride home to meet his mother and his father, which that is what Jesus will do, take us home to meet God the Father and marry his mother, is he needs his bride spotless. The problem is all of us have some form of stain at one time or another. Now, the two stains that are on our soul are sin, and the result of sin is 
punishment. Because, and I hate that word, I shouldn't say hate, never want to hate, but I don't like that word punishment because it makes it sound like God's an ogre. No, the really way to think of it is loving discipline. You've heard me say that before. So when we sin, we are forgiven in the confessional, but most likely there is some punishment that may remain on our soul. Now that punishment can prevent us from getting to heaven. That's what purgatory is. Purgatory is for those whose sins have been removed but still have punishment. Now, if you have both unrepented mortal sin and punishment, you're damned, you're, you're, you're lost. So that's why it's important to get to confession. Be sorry for those sins so you at least get rid of the sin. Now you're able to be saved. But if you have punishment left, you got to lay over in purgatory. Now our Lord says, there's a way I'm going to wipe even that out, all of that. Paragraph 699 in the diary. The soul that has been to confession, and it doesn't have to be on Divine Mercy Sunday. You can go to today. You can go this week, as long as you're in a state of grace, and receives Holy Communion on that day, Divine Mercy Sunday, will be received complete forgiveness of all sins and punishment. Now, the beauty of this is it makes us spotless. The two stains of sin and the punishment due to sin are wiped away. Now, there's a few ways people will write me and say, Father, well, then what's a plenary indulgence? I'm confused. Actually, it is a bit, yeah, confusing. I get it. The thing is this. A plenary indulgence, yes, also wipes away all sin and punishment. But with that is a condition that you can have no attachment to sin, even venial. And as I always say, good luck with that one. Okay? You know, uh, even, you know, even Gilligan's Island, as great as they were, they all struggled with the great seven deadly sins, right? Gilligan was sloth. Uh, Skipper was wrath. Uh, professor was pride. Uh, 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 Ginger was lust. Mary Ann was envy. Uh, Thurston Howell, the Howells were greed. So <laughs> you get my point. We all struggle with some kind of sin. And so to get the plenary indulgence, we really, it's hard. Not saying you shouldn't do it. We should. We at least get a partial indulgence. But what do we do if we still struggle? I'm still struggling. I still have attachments. I still get impatient. I still am gluttonous at the dinner table. I still struggle with thoughts. I mean, these are things that are hard. On Divine Mercy Sunday, our Lord, who comes as the groom on the eighth day, the day we enter into eternity, has come for us the bride. That's what the Mass is. You've always heard me say, when you come up this aisle for Holy Communion, you are the bride. You're making your wedding march. And up here at the altar is your groom, Jesus Christ. And as you've heard me say, he enters literally into you, the bride. It's consummated. But before he can take you home, we got to be spotless. On this day, Divine Mercy Sunday, we have a chance to become spotless, purified, cleansed of not only all sin, but all punishment. And the only two conditions, confession and communion. Confession anytime up until Divine Mercy Sunday, as long as you're in a state of grace, and communion on that day. Now, if you can't get to Mass, you make, or, or confession, you make an act of contrition and an act of spiritual communion. 
as we will read at the end of Mass today. This is everything. And so don't let this grace slip on by. When Jesus comes for his spotless bride, that is the wedding feast of the Lamb. It's consummated. We are united. Jesus enters into us through the form of Holy Communion, literally. But if we are full of stain, either sin, get to the confessional, clean it up. Punishment, either do a plenary indulgence, but if you have any attachment to sin like me, take the grace of divine mercy Sunday. Don't let it slip on by. This is it. So I want to finish there by saying, I know I can't explain this fully, but please, if you get a chance, tune in this week to EWTN at 5.30 Eastern time, Monday through Friday. I will be hosting just a short half-hour series each day that explains all of this in detail. So hopefully you can join in. Praise be to God for the gift of Divine Mercy Sunday. This is the gift of all gifts, and it's tied to the resurrection. Father, you're saying this is different? No, 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 it's all one. Remember, this octave of Easter is all one day, the Feast of Easter. And on Easter Sunday, Jesus opened the door to heaven. On Divine Mercy Sunday, we walk through that open door, cleansed of all sin and all punishment, So we are able to go right in and enjoy the wedding feast of the Lamb. Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you and God bless you.